Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings and welcome to Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. I am a person who is talking on the podcast, Bobby O'Rourke. And look out, I am also a person that's talking on the podcast, Dan Conroy. And look out even further, Dan, because today we have a special treat. We have two guests, two people who are very close to my heart, who I'll introduce now, and they are not part of my personality. I'm not splitting myself up. But to start us off today, we have a very good friend of mine who I've known since I was a child and a very talented artist. Please welcome Karen Boyle. Karen, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Yay, we're doing great. Great that you're on. And thank you for going through all the microphone rigmarole with us. And joining Karen today is a man very close to my heart. I was in his wedding party and he's often been my writing partner, Dan, and he could be yours for the right price. Please welcome Andy Bigatko. Andy, hi. Hi, I'm here too. Yeah. I agreed to be here. Here, <laughs> got Karen and Andy, candy. Oh, yep, yeah, you already you, you led with it. <laughs> Good call. Well, can we call you that? I mean, that's something I think we need to ensure of before we begin. We're officially on the mic, and guys, feel free to you know speak loud like I do, but I do it naturally because of some lung conditions. Right. Uh, are do you guys want to be known as Candy, or are we doing Karen and Andy for this recording? Tell us now. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, Candy's an unofficial name. When we got married, our sister, or my sister-in-law, his sister, did the ceremony, and she stumbled and said Candy instead of Karen and Andy. And we will, I'll definitely give up the ghost here on the recording that I absolutely did that when I was mentioning both of you before we recorded today. I did that, and that's what instigated this conversation earlier. So so good yeah. to know that, especially because longtime ding-dongs of the show will know that Bobby and I are huge fans of discussing Candy. We seem to like oh, doing yeah. it. If you check out the statistics that Bobby once put together, we seem to like doing that more than talking about greeting cards. And this should have been a candy podcast, but it's too late. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say that. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Candy's good. Candy's candy right. good. And I'd rather get candy than a greetings card, if we're being honest. What is your guys' favorite candy? My favorite candy? Yes. Oh, the Reese's wafer sticks. Whoa, that's very, you know what? Reese's has so many varieties. That is a good one. That is a good one. And the Reese's Pieces with, or the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup with Reese's Pieces. That was another. I feel like you just snuck in too, Karen. You're like, my favorite thing is two things. I like Reese's. I'll allow it because the the Reese's wafers were called something, right? Like Reese's to go. They, they, They were like the businessman's Reese's. Like when you're going on Wall Street, you can't be bothered with like the wrapper on a cup. So you got to eat yours like a like a Nilla wafer or not Nilla wafer. The um, what are those called? The, like the uh, strawberry uh, Vienna wafers. Finger? Yeah. Is that what they were? The sandwich crackers. Uh, no, but I love Vienna fingers actually. They were the wafer sandwich crackers. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, the wafer sandwich crackers. Those are, those are tasty ones. And Andy, favorite candy? G- get at it. Uh, I think ice cream Snickers. If you can count that as a candy, is my. Did you say ice cream Snickers? Is that what I just heard? Yes, it is. Oh oh. I know what you're talking about. Like, it's shaped like the candy bar, but it's ice cream. It's ice cream with caramel and peanuts in it. Bobby, you're more the judge than I am. I, I also thought you were trying to sneak in two candies. Like, I enjoy ice cream and <laughs> put Snickers on top of it. Okay. Those are breaking rules already. Snickers ice cream. That's that's what I, what I uh, is my it's a What's a tree? We'll allow it. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm, yeah, then I'm that, more of a chipwidge boy myself, but I hear you. You go away. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. I love a break. That's why Andy's pockets are always leaking when we go to the movies because he just has a full pint <laughs> of ice cream stashed away. I gotta, I gotta sneak him in, Bobby. All right, you're already giving it away with your nervous looks. <laughs> oh well, now that we've got your favorite candies down, uh, we do have to get down to business as we're contractually obligated. So I'll start with Karen and then move on to Andy. So Karen, you were nice enough to come on this ridiculous thing that we do. Talk about greeting cards. I uh, I think you've heard a couple episodes. We're sort of fascinated by them, where they come from, who they're for. In your life, do greeting cards matter? If they do, how so? Do you have any that you like, don't like? Like, what is your general feeling and experience with greeting cards? I guess I'm fine with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember getting excited as a kid to get a card in the mail. But we weren't texting yet, and email wasn't really a thing so much. 
So a card was how you really communicated with your friends at the time and your grandparents sending you checks. That's always really good. But uh, no, they're fine. Now as an adult, I don't really care. Like they lost their charm for me, I think. That is something we go back to a lot here, I think, on the podcast, but I think it's really worth bringing up. I think we did it with postcards recently, wherein, yeah, back in a time when communication just wasn't really all that common, these little snippets of opportunity to communicate with somebody, whether it be by a phone call or a fax, make fun of me if you want, but people used to do it, and then greeting cards or any kind of mail, that was like way bigger of a deal to get it. And now that someone can just text you at like 1159 and go, oh, hey, it was your birthday. Like there's something that's lost and they don't even do it on a text. They do it on like, you know, Facebook chat or like Venmo and Venmo you was sent. It's like there's some kind of charm that is lost to greeting cards because obviously the priority is communicating with loved ones and, and friends who are your loved ones. But there is an art that's being lost in the process. I think we feel but do you sort of do you miss when greeting cards had more of a priority or is it sort of more of a neutral like, eh, you know, them's the breaks? Yeah, like I tried to be one of those good adults that sent out the Mother's Day's cards and Father's Day and sibling birthdays. And then it was just so much effort. And yeah, yeah, just I'm fine. Sometimes I will. And, and, but, and just yeah, for the record, Karen, you are a talented and verified artist. So I just love the idea that you're like, Going to the Walgreens is like way too much work, but you, you, I've seen the three by three canvases you've hung in, uh, in my, I have some of your art in my apartment and in yours, like, so that's okay. But you're like, I'm not going to Walgreens. That's, that's a bridge too far. Yeah. Well, motivation's a fickle thing, Bobby. What can I say? <laughs> in Karen's defense as well, I feel like short of a post office, I never know when is the right time to ask any store owner whether or not they own stamps. I know the post office is to get them, but when I'm at like a CVS or a local bodega where I am, I don't know who sells stamps. I don't know how to properly ask for it. I immediately feel weird asking for it. Usually the short answer is like most convenience stores do in fact have them. That's like just part of the part and parcel. It's like asking for a lighter, but like you just never... I'm always just like, oh, should I ask for this thing or should I just run away in fear? Oh, cool. They make jalapeno Cheetos again. I'm going to get those while I run. <laughs> Don't have them while you're running. You're a good tummy ache. Oh, no. I got I got my Cheetos tummy ache. I really think I'm learning in my 30s. Like, I, I only assume the post office is sold stamps, so. I know. Yeah. That feels like a bit of info. Like, I understand we're never going to get a decent sex ed in public education, but at least tell me how the post office works, you know? I'll take that. Do y'all remember pen pals? The concept of pen pals? Uh, like when you wrote to like strangers and asked them what's up. Yeah, I had a pen pal uh, when I was younger from my church, like uh, from a different country. I never understood that. I never, I never wrote. I think I was assigned a pen pal in, middle, in elementary school and I just never wrote it. You never wrote them? <laughs> you were not a good pal. No, I, I, horrible. Well, you know, I was also really bad with the pen, so... At least I was balanced. <laughs> Andy, where was the pen pal from? Was it like from out of country, out of state, in a different school? Do you know where the pen pal, who you were supposed to write to? No, I know nothing else. Other than oh. who was supposed to write them. <laughs> you were given like a name, like this is Timmy. And you said, I don't want to talk to Timmy. And then you didn't talk to Timmy. <laughs> Timmy? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, what is this? <laughs> Tim, a, a Timothy Oliphant from Beefham's Grove, Indiana? No way. I'm not talking to this kid. <laughs> sounds lame. Sounds like you just pulled him out of a Tolkien book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not, he sounds made up. I'm not talking to a Richard Scary character. No. Uh-uh. No. You know, they, they send photos to each other and it's just a worm wearing a hat and an apple. Uh-uh. As long as we're here. So, Karen, we've gotten your perspective. So, Andy, we've discovered you're a bad pen pal. But how feel about greeting cards in general do you use them have you used them what are your feelings on them as a man and as an artist really uh, i've never used a greetings card i've only ever used birthday cards and maybe holiday cards and on that's a greeting card yeah uh, honestly um my favorite greeting cards are the ones i made for, for you Bobby. oh yes dan i don't know if i save this as a scoop for the show but it is but Andy, Karen, and I have a long and storied history of making cards for each other. And 
Aww. one of my favorites and i think i still have it i could even like if if andy and karen wanted i could post it but one of my favorites is it was a birthday card and it said on the cover look into your future and they had completely colored the interior black and they had, oh. they had gone from corner to corner with a black highlighter and yeah you favorite too we think you absolutely have to send that to me bobby so that i can put it on the instagram at greetings pod or at greetings cast on twitter when we post this episode which will be a week after ah. this week so we will absolutely post that card with yours permission of course sure i've yeah. still got i've still got half a dozen at least probably but i we used to that is so we, sweet. I, i'm not a very good artist Ka- karen i think beat, beats us all but andy andy's pretty Karen's Aww. great and and so I I drew one with Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z on one um there Ooh. was one where uh I think Andy and Karen drew me a birthday card but it was addressed to my brother so the whole thing was just <laughs> them you know, how much these better are, my brother was than me. awesome yeah, I remember that yeah, that was a good one. do you remember Karen or Andy any of the ones that I might have given you I'm trying to remember if there's any of that I I, I have a little stack I remember <laughs> Vegeta, uh, I remember you often drawing yourself in, in an armchair. Yeah, in an armchair or by a fireplace in yeah. a smoking jacket, mm. which is odd because I've never seen you in a smoking jacket and you don't have a fireplace. That's what the illusion of a card is, Andy. That's why we do it, so that we can live the world that we currently don't live in. Is it so bad we want to escape from the hellstorm that's literally outside our windows right now? Is it so bad that I want to have an armchair overstuffed and have a, a faithful hound by my feet with a roaring fire in the... Uh, yeah. I'm good with getting the hound. Yeah, get dog, man. Dogs are great. <laughs> I don't know if the ding-dongs know this when we're recording, but I'm literally like pulling myself away from the microphone just to pant for all the energy I need just to breathe because my lungs are not doing good right about now with these this smoke. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's a bad time. But I feel like, just to get back to the cards, you guys sort of buried the lead a little bit. You guys have a fantastic greeting card tradition here. This is wonderfully, like, beautiful and considerate. And, Bobby, it is not about how good the art is. It is about the thought that counts when you make it. Although, I bet Karen's art is amazing, and I want to see it. Definitely the best of the three of us. Yeah, of the four people. uh, Dan, you're the wild card here. But of the four people assembled, I put my money on Karen. (laughs) But I guess you could suppress us. That's true. I make such a cool hand turkey, guys. You have no idea. Like, because the thing is, you've got a hand, right? Yeah. And then this part looks like the the head, and then the rest of it are feathers like a turkey. Dan, I need to stop you right there. Turkeys have way more feathers than four, and their head doesn't look like a thumb. What? No, this is a tur- This is a turkey. Uh, no, sorry. No, it's a this is a hand tur- is turkey is a hand. Sorry, man. We're going to go to commercial break. We'll be right back everybody. Bobby. Bobby my world. Oh. I'm getting the vapors. I'm getting the onion sweats. I'm getting the fear mongers. Oh. Andy just Yes, now, I Wait, guess. I'm gonna hold on, look up, I'm gonna look up a photo of a turkey. Look, I would Google what a turkey looks. Like. That's a turkey. <laughs> It looks like if you put a chicken in the microwave. Oh. Now look up jive turkey and see what you find. Okay, look up. Why did my face just come up? <laughs> it's just a it's just a photo of me holding up a can of Dr Pepper. Yeah. It just says one jive turkey. That's cool. That'd be a fun. That would make a great greeting card. That feels like that's a lost Robert Crumb animation. Just me holding a can of a bad soda. I'm not calling Dr. Pepper a bad soda. Some other soda that's not good. Mm, Shasta, let's say. And it just says one jive turkey. Yeah, that that sounds like a 90s commercial right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Do you want a Fanta? Live in the wrong don't time. you want to? Want a Fanta? Don't you want to? Want a Fanta? Don't you want to? You look hot in all that leather. You need Fanta. Turkeys have feathers. I think said better, better. Turkeys have feathers. You need Fanta. Turkeys have feathers. Well, there's the title, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed. You know what? Considering that it was a soda made in Nazi Germany, they should they should focus on uh, being educational and not just being slightly fruit-flavored sugar water. Yeah. <laughs> Teach me something with your dark history. <laughs> so, Eddie and Karen, you have I think you brought us two cards today, so, and we said we definitely want to try to get through both. Is there anything else you want to say about your experience with greeting cards in general before we dive into what you brought us today? No, I'm ready to dive in. Are you ready? Uh, once, once in high school, no. I got a, a Valentine's Day card from a girl, and I opened it, and just glitter fell out. 
and I felt like she tricked me. (laughs) (laughs) Or she liked you so much that she wanted to essentially claim you, because if you think about it, she'll remember where you are and where you've been, because there'll be a trail of glitter all throughout the, did you say middle school? I... One of them. Doesn't, I did say high school. High school. Sorry, I misheard. High school. Um, yeah, uh, she sent one to every guy in the school, and I what? knew her. Man, she was hedging her bets, wasn't she? Like one uh, of these yeah. people will respond. That's a good way of looking at it. Wait, now I think it was a prank. So she just gave it only because every one of these guys got glitter dumped on them. I don't know if they all got glitter. I just Oh, you might have been the only one with glitter, Andy. She she missed her chance to approach me afterward. So the one that got away, we all think about it. I don't. Well, you you had tall volleyball practice afterwards, so you couldn't stick around. You had things to do. <laughs> yeah, tall volleyball. We had to get our own division. <laughs> what I like about tall volleyball is first of all the alliteration fantastic second of all when they like sit on the sidelines waiting for the game to go you just can't see above them it's sort of just like it's like a wall being blocked it's like watching like a mystery drama from the stands um i Mm -hmm. tell you the mystery though we just spike constantly (laughs) spike in the ball (laughs) because we don't stand over the net you can't tell because of that height i mean the other players can tell. Ninety-five percent of the time, whoever served first wins, just because they have spiked the ball previous to the other team. I know you're not supposed to spike while serving in volleyball, but you know they spike the ball. Well, as we begin to open up the cards that Andy and Karen have sent us, you can stop your tall volleyball practice and reach out to us at Greetings Pod on Instagram or at Greetings Cast on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you if you have any cards you'd like to show us or just want to talk. I mean, Dan and I have free time. Andy and Karen are shaking. Too much yeah, of it. The, the, but don't listen to the no, listen to them. That's why we're here. You should listen to them. But don't don't acknowledge no, you should, don't with them. Do with us. I think that's Don't with them, do with yes. us. Take that to your grave, take that to your family, take that to your parsons, take that to your PTA meeting. <laughs> don't with them. Look us in the eyes, ding dongs. Okay. We all know you're going to your commute right now, or you're working from home and you're trying to avoid looking at those emails. Don't from them. Do with us. Put that on a bumper sticker. So, put that on a bumper sticker. Bobby, how's the bumper sticker looking? Are you doing the graphic design? I'm on that trying. One? I tried to outsource it to Karen, and she said, "What is this?" And then I ran away. <laughs> That's fine. You know, really quickly, when I got Settlers of Catan, the board game, it comes with <laughs> yes, a bumper we, sticker we that just says Catan on it. You know, Settlers. Bobby, don't assume that people just know Settlers of Catan. I know all four of us do. So there's a Catan is a board game, nerdy board game, but it came with a bumper sticker. And the first thing you'd think of is, no, I don't want to get beat up on a daily basis. I'm not going to put this on my car. But Dan absolutely did put it on the bumper of his 1996 Toyota Tercel. And I was waiting to get whatever the adult equivalent of bullied is. Just literally like going into like the pharmacy to pick up my medication. Someone goes, nerd, and then just wedgies me as a you know 28-year-old. But they, at the time... They still call that bullying. Is that still bullying? Okay, cool. But what happened to me was instead, people were just very like excited to see the bumper sticker and would go, hey, Katan, remember that? And I'd be like, yeah, it's my car. It was the coolest I ever felt in my life, and I'll never get those days back. You never will. On a related note, I've been wearing a lot more anime t-shirts because it's like, it's cool to like anime now. Or not cool, but you don't get made fun of for it like when I was a boy. No, you don't. It is it is mainstream. It is mainstream, you're right. Oh god, what have I become? <laughs> I know. Any suggestions you'd give anime-wise right now? Uh, Hunter Hunter. Nice. Okay. I remember that. I, I watched Project Echo recently, 1986 spoof anime. Very fun. Okay. Yeah, it kind of like does a spoof on like a bunch of genres. Oh, okay. Bobby, anime suggestions? Karen? Oh, Karen, any for you? Oh, Sailor Moon. It's a classic. Yeah, of course. That Toonami power hour of Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z, that was where it was at. It's fighting evil by daylight, finding love by moonlight, right? I always get that wrong. Uh, Other way around. (laughs) Other way around, finding evil by moonlight, finding love by daylight. I knew I was going to get it wrong. Damn it. (laughs) I just want to be Tuxedo Mask. Bobby, anime suggestion. Oh, I mean, I was watching... Oh, God, uh, Evangelion with Anne and Karen, actually. So I, I don't know much anime by myself. I mean, Dragon Ball Z, I think, is like anime light, I think is generally acknowledged as like gateway anime. But I was a big fan. I am a big fan. I really enjoyed Evangelion. And I love Evangelion. Has there been... I think I watched High School of the Dead, I think was one of them. 
I never yeah, saw that. That one. was like it was a very short lived one. Is that I, I can't remember, but it's it's not very well known or, or well liked from what I understand, but I remember enjoying it. Well known and it's well liked. Oh, is it? Okay, I'm so I'm completely wrong. I tried to um I tried to get into Attack on Titan when that was the peak of its popularity, but I don't know, it just didn't do anything for me. I thought the lore was cool, but the plot was just kinda eh. I would just wait till you get to the lore in the late seasons where it's not cool. Oh, it gets worse? Oh no, it it gets a little fascisty. But not like they're not fighting fascism, they're pro-fascism. Yeah, you know, maybe. They're not as against fascism as one would hope. Maybe that's the fair way to say it. Yeah. Diet fascism, which was my favorite Fanta flavor. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone remembers a nice chug of diet diet fascism. I really wanted a very attractive woman in skimpy clothes to give me a diet fascism while I was at the pool. Wanna (laughs) fascism, don't you wanna? Wanna fascism, don't you wanna? You look hot with all that freedom. (laughs) Uh, Card? Card. Yeah. Yeah, so... And in Karen, the way we usually do this is usually Dan or I will describe the card that we are seeing. But in this case, because you brought the cards, Dan, do you want to take a crack at describing what we have? Or, or do you want to give the honors to Andy and Karen and then we'll react to it and and, and go from there? Oh. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Okay. Yeah. I know. That's what this okay. card podcast is about, after okay. all. Agreed wholeheartedly, even though any way would be wonderful, but I'm happy to do the descriptor, of course. So we're going to start with, not to give up the ghost to uh, the ding-dong war, starting with please write soon, right? Yep. Okay. And we do have two, and we do have two, correct? So we're we're going to try to move between within reason. We're going to go to one, and then we'll do the other one after that. I think that's that's the game plan. Fantastic. So what we have here, starting with these wonderful contributions from Karen and Andy. Thank you, Candy. We've got a card it is your usual rectangular baby not one of our square boys it is a white background with the theme color wise being purple that's sort of the palette we're working with here we've got violets we've got indigos we've got all the wonderful purples in between there is a frame in the center of the card it looks kind of like a window frame to be honest based on its geometry and within it we have a lovely what would we call this like a collage of rectangles and images primarily of flowers we have to the left white rectangle bottom purple rectangle we won't go into all the dots and dashes because that might take way too long but there are just lovely designs all around to the left there's a larger what would we call that like a daisy i guess like a purple daisy yeah i'm not along with fish and fruit probably fauna uh, flora are also among the areas that i'm not probably Triple triple F baby. Uh, I'm a triple threat of not knowing things. So am I. I am am fast, furious flowers. I also do not have hide nor hair of how flowers work. So I'm right with you there, Let's say purple daisy and then we'll, we'll, if someone proves us wrong, that'd be great because it means we have someone listening. You know what? No, shut up. If you're listening to this, I don't need to hear it. No, yeah. Tell us how wrong we are. Uh, So we've got a purple daisy on the left. That's our largest daisy. We've got a purple rectangle below it. We've got another purple daisy to the right, uh, slightly smaller, about half the size with purple rectangles around it. And then top right, we've got a vase or vase, depending on your region, Mm -hmm. with two purple daisies in it. So we've got a really just kind of lovely combination of flower imagery. And then above that, we have the text in scripted font in cursive, Please write soon. So again, we have a lovely sort of framed collage of flowers and colors and geometry. And then above it, the text, please write soon. And a little bonus on the bottom left, very randomly, we have two little violet daisies. Kind of looks like somebody's earmark or somebody's sort of signature symbolism. You know how like someone would write their signature and then put a little like smiley face or maybe a little image of a cute character. It kind of looks like that. Like that would be how somebody ends their signature. So I, I that's I don't know why, but that's the first thing that's like kind of getting my craw here, because <laughs> when you have a card like this, I, I am a big fan of these kind of cards because there is sort of I don't think of myself as someone who goes through obsessive compulsiveness with things being perfect. I, I love chaos. I'm a big fan of it on the mm-hmm. show and elsewhere in my Amen. life. But if we're going to have neatness and order, I think it looks very charming, very clean, very, you know, thorough. And I think this card is there and then decides to put two little daisies on the bottom. Bobby, what do you think? Is there an intentional reasoning for this or help? I'm I'm bothered less by the two extraneous daisies than I am by the word right above that just says anemone, which I always felt would be a pretty name. But I don't know who is it for. (laughs) 
Are they referring to actual sea anemones? You know, they are existent. Oh my god, I didn't see that. That to me raises a lot, what the hell? a lot more cues than the other stuff. Wait, is this... What? Is this nautical? Is it... Is this nautical or is it like a murder letter? Is this like a murder note? <laughs> well, let's ask the people who brought us here. So, uh, and oh, right, they're here. Is there? So, yeah. did you split up these cards? So, are you in the store? You find this? Like, walk us through. Like, this is the first page you see. So, where did this come from? How did you stumble upon this? I, I was at the local pharmacy mm -hmm. uh, because they have a whole, so, a whole slew of odd green cards, and I was just looking, and I think I found that in the retirement section which is a, a section that our pharmacy has for greeting cards a type of greeting card specifically for retirees and i think that's where i got this one i don't remember because i didn't really care at the time but it just struck me as just unique i love that your particular store has an area that specifically tells retirees no you go here no it, it's you go here if you know someone who's retired or oh okay i see this isn't a sort of like more segregated situation where it was like oh so you don't work anymore because you worked for a long enough amount of time and are comfortable enough to enjoy your twilight years over there idiot yeah it's that but i was just thinking since you're not getting as much social interaction from not working, you can get the card and send it to yourself. And then your wife will still think you're a friend. Yeah. Yeah. You got to like go three towns over to put it in the random mailbox over in Beefton. And then you drive back to where you live in the municipality of Milk and you get it like four days later and you mailed it to yourself. But it feels good to get mail because the kids don't write. They only scream. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, listen, that's luck of the draw, am I right? I was going to say, you seem well-versed in this technique of sending yourself cards. Yeah, well, I, I spent, you know, my years, you know, I, I put in 65 good years at the crying factory. And, uh, you know, once my back got pinched, which I was told is an old word of saying pension, and I don't know how that happened or if there's, you know, if anyone's got an etymology behind that, please let me know. I've been just mailing cards to myself. And uh, then Bobby said, hey, why don't you do a podcast? Also, you're 31. You, you are nowhere near... And nowhere near financially stable enough to retire. <laughs> it's just amazing the memories you have of the Nixon resignation. You shouldn't have them so clear, but I, who am I to argue with how old you are? You know, I thought I was deep throat for five years. Then I realized I was just brushing my teeth wrong. <laughs> and the dentist let me know. <laughs> let me know. So, so Andy, you see this card. And Karen, I guess. So, Karen, if you have any, because I know we have a second card coming up, but please jump in as necessary. You pick up this card, and it's in the retiree section, and you see, please write soon. Now, to me, that has a, a twinge of desperation to it. Was that what drew you to this card, or was there something else that you were looking at here? Well, that's what I thought. Like, this sounds a little needy, right? <laughs> like, you're writing to me to write, to get me to write to you? Karen, I 100% agree with you. I think when you are, when a card is trying to get something out of the person with which you are given the card to, if you are looking for a result, you need to wine and dine me. You need to be the Don Draper of greeting cards, okay? You need to start with something nice, animated characters. Like this card visually has got the goods. I like violet daisies. I like purple. I like symmetry. We'll talk about anemone later, but you know, we'll, we'll let bygones be bygones. But then you just come at me like, like an anemone and just sort of leech onto me like a great barrier reef and just say the phrase, please write soon. It's like, all right. Like I didn't know I was going to get guilted by a card immediately. Yeah. This is homework. This is the you get yes. the card and you have homework now. This is definitely something your estranged mother sends to you. <laughs> yes. Yes. We, we, this, this, we just did Mother's Day. We haven't done estranged Mother's Day. So this is new ground for us. The estranged mother day. section. Yeah. <laughs> right next to retirement. Yeah. Next to retirement. Yeah. This is the equivalent, like the sister card to this would be like a cute bunny holding a balloon. And then on the bottom in cursive, it just says, you never write, you never call. It's like, I, I don't need, don't, don't weigh down the beautiful imagery with you and I having difficult communication troubles. That's not fair. Okay. That's just not fair at all. So I don't know this. It's, it's weird when a lovely card starts out with a bad attitude. <laughs> it does. It feels petty. I, I will say the embossing on the front of the card is quite nice. It is nice. It's like, it's, it's got like layers to it. It's, it's grooved. It's not, not trying. Like it's got stuff happening to it, but 
please write soon is just such a passive aggressive message to have on the front of it. This is how it starts too. I know, I know. And it's tough too, because it's like, I don't want to say this for fear of us losing content for the reason why this audio platform exists. But this would also be better if there was no writing at all. Like yeah. if they had nothing on here, keep anemone if there's that's some weird, you know, code for the, you know, Soviets. But like there is no reason to need any. This is one of those like papyrus cards that has nothing on the front of it. Like this just has nothing but like clean lines, cool images. And then we get into the inside of it and then you can start, you know, wailing on me for forgetting to call every Friday night. You know, I know that's loose lamb Fridays for you and uncle Dave. come on down to uncle but Dave's I... for a loose lamb friday get yourself a shank welcome to uncle Dave's loose lamb hut <laughs> four for a nickel it's the worst deal ever get veal slapped Whoa. <laughs> i'd take four for a nickel time what to get pork hurt <laughs> i i for the record i thought anemone in paris was the best thing on netflix during the whole pandemic oh I, boo 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 you can keep your tiger queens you can keep your uh your sherlock holmes in budapest you know i just wanted anemone in paris you can keep your queens gam gam dam gank your queens gams <laughs> have you guys seen the queens gams recently i'm not referring to queen elizabeth because she's passed away and it's very rude of you andy to bring that up i never liked her <laughs> You mean you didn't personally like her? You were you never met. Yeah, we never yeah. met, but I knew if we did, we wouldn't get on. Well, we're a pro royalist podcast, so maybe you know. Oh, I gotta. Yeah, Sorry. maybe keep a keep a ladle on that. Why don't you? No round uh, has keep a ladle on that. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a 17th century thing, English Civil War joke for those of you out there. <laughs> if there's one thing I demand to be vocal about, is my dislike of royal family. No, we can totally do that. Yeah, that's perfectly yeah. fine. It's it's hilarious that it's still around. It's hilarious that it's still going on. Lizzie's in a box. So the next page we got going on here is just want to keep it rolling. We've got the and this just keeps going to like the elegance of this card and why I think it deserves a place. But unfortunately, it sort of treats itself poorly with its wording. So we get to the next page and it's just a really usually we take the middle page guys, Karen and Andy, as our meditation space, a place to vent our anger or happiness, frustrations, whether with the card or just how our week's been going. But I got to say, this is actually a really lovely room because we've got mm -hmm. a what would you call this sort of a pressing of the image from the front to the middle. Yeah. So we have sort it's... of a pressing of the two daisies. There appears to be a water droplet with stars and the and the frame around it. It's very nice. It's very nice. And so I don't know, like so far, so good. I'm enjoying this. This is like that nice room in if you go to the office that's supposed to be for mental health slash breastfeeding. And then like me, you just lock the door and sleep in it for an hour during your lunch break. Don't tell my boss. Yeah. Anyone else do that? Is that just me? Uh, we don't get that at my job. <laughs> oh, OK. There are no breasts or mentals allowed at Andy's job. <laughs> yeah, there no mental allowed in my, my place of work. I love the layout. Uh, I loved the song choices that Bresser Mentals did over at uh, the summer stage this year. Oh, man. <laughs> you were you were missing out if you didn't hear their EP. It was just silence. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. Um, what There's that one classical music composition that's just them all sitting in front of their instruments. And it's just supposed to be like, yeah, enjoy the science of the music. And it's like, you can just say you wanted a break in between the orchestra. Yeah, we you can just say that. We would have understood. Yeah, it's called intermission. I could go to the bathroom. <laughs> we go to the next page here after we've had our meditation. And we have, uh, again, plain white page. So all of this, there's been no tones or colors on each of the paper itself. Everything's just been a nice crisp white. And we get to the last page. And there appears to be a very soft indent of a flower. I don't know if that's intentional or, mm -hmm. but it definitely is there just above the text. It's actually kind of over, the text kind of overlaps it, which I think is funny. There is that and then the two stars. And the text says, hearing from you always gives a lot of pleasure. Let me say that again. Hearing from you always gives a lot of pleasure. Is, is there something weirdly ambiguous about that here? Not for, you know why I tripped over the first time? Because my brain was completing the sentence and I was saying, hearing from you always gives me a lot of pleasure, but there's no always gives me. It's the general always gives a lot of pleasure. And I'm like, I don't know if hearing from me gives everybody pleasure. There's a lot of people who would rather not talk to me, I know for a fact. It's just a little threatening to me. 
so blue. This whole card has got threatening vibes, doesn't it? Kind of like if the this is like the card the watcher would pick out if he wasn't handwriting his letters. He grabbed this. <laughs> I love the watcher being like, "It's too much effort. I'm just gonna go to Walgreens and pick up a card." <laughs> For those of you who might be unfamiliar. The Watcher from the town that, that we're from, actually, in Westfield, New Jersey, was a bit of a hot urban legend a couple years ago where a family had moved into a, uh, a somewhat prestigious home in our town and received a threat, somewhat threatening letters from a, a person who, who claimed to be the Watcher, quote-unquote, and they said, like, you... Karen, was, they said you shouldn't be here or, like, th that they were always there. Or what, was the what was the premise again? Yeah, they've been watching the house for generations. Mm. His father watched the house, his grandfather watched the house, and... Like, generally, like, creepy vibes, but, like, there was never any witnesses kind of thing, so maybe it was a ghost. Like, mm. just... You don't believe this, Andy, at all? I don't. But, Andy, we're looking at the card that he picked. We're, we're, we have the <laughs> Yeah. This is the card he almost picked, I've been assured. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Watcher's card. You don't understand. This is now part of deep Jersey lore. Every town's got its own thing. This is honestly, we could get weird New Jersey on this. And I really hope we do because I have not read weird New Jersey in a while. I feel like this is a good contender. The uh, Watcher's card. I have already put the card up for sale on eBay. You know, a piece of local history. Any bites? None. No. <laughs> You're going to get one real quick from uh, Woman's Man 2106, and that's me. I need you to know that, so I'll, I'll, I'll put a bid in. Yeah, okay. Now, you might get a slightly higher bid of 10 cents from Do the Bartman for 2069, and that's me. And I want it. Give it to me. I want it right now. Don't give it to Bob. Give it, give it to him. It's no. too rich for my blood. Uh, <laughs> Tell you now, I won't accept any price lower than two dollars and fifty cents, which is what I paid for it. See, I'll, I'll, I'll look. I'll pay that an extra ten cents, and then on eBay, I'm also going to get me the last six pack of OK Soda. That'll be Dan will call that a good night. It'll almost make up for the fact that I couldn't see the sun today. <laughs> I had to chug a bottle of orange juice. My vitamin C couldn't get it. No, you can't. You can't get it from the sky. That's just the problem. That was that's. Real bad for me because that's the only place I get it from. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you could tell. I really have to balance mine out per my skin tone because you know you got to get the right amount. Too much, and we're a candidate for skin problems. Too little, and we're a candidate from all your other organs being fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Got to balance it out properly. Yeah. This you want to tell, tell me what doesn't have a balance is this card. This card is beauty and elegance, but then is threatening. This is the just like. The smile in one hand, well, shaking shaking your hand with one hand and a, and a dagger in the other, an emotional dagger for making you feel bad about not having called. And it's like, you know, for the person who's going to give this to you, you know what? This card reeks of passive aggression. I don't know how often we have encountered this in a card, Bobby. This might be one of the first examples. But, like, this is the most passive aggressive, like, I hope you're doing well. By the way, you really should call more. We'd love to hear your voice more. And it's like, just say I don't call enough. Just, just be honest, please. I, uh, the first thing I noticed about this card was that it uh, put, or it made the sender the subject of the card. Yes. It, it is. You send someone a card, and it's really about yourself. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah there, right. we, we haven't got many cards that are that. Did you want to say something, Karen? No, I need to let my dog outside really quick. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. It's perfectly You're fine. Okay. Guys, we're letting dogs out on the podcast. It's totally cool. We have got Mocha on the podcast as well. The first dog who's going to rate and review a greeting card. So stay tuned. This has got to be worth your sponsorship dollars. So suck yeah. it, Airbud. Yeah. Suck it, most valuable primate. We still have those wiggly door stoppers on some of the doors, and she smacks them, and it's really loud. Oh, Aww, poor thing. So she's a good girl. Trying to avoid You're right. There's like there's something about this card that feels like it's only for the person who sent it, but also at the same time, they're like doing that relative thing where they're like, oh no, 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 I don't mean like just me, I mean in general, because the end just kind of goes with hearing from you always gives a lot of pleasure. Doesn't say always gives me, because at least there's some dignity in being specific about the request. Here, you're just saying, oh no, you should just call everybody more. And it's like well, which one do you want? Do you like want to <laughs> want to have a real talk about this, or this is just more like passing the buck of uh, guilt? This this to me kind of feels like uh, AI generated it to be completely. Mm. Oh, that's interesting because I, when I was reading this too, and I know we have another card to see as well. 
it gave to me sort of vibes of what someone in the Donner party might have sent, which is like, please write soon. Supplies are running low. Morale is low. And then at the end, it's like hearing from you. It's like sort of like formal, like, and the strings are like just about to snap. It's like hearing from you gives a lot of pleasure. Please send them again. You know, like that's that's sort of the underlying message. Which is insane that you guys at your local store, you guys have a retiree section to give to retirees, but you don't have a specific store where there's like good cards to contain with pemmican, which everybody knows is the best way to consume bison meat. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> got pork fats got cranberries glad we agree it lasts a long time they found pemmican from the 1700s we can eat today i mean i'm not going to eat it but if you guys want to that's pretty cool i i'm just learning about pemmican as we are talking about it yeah it's a it's a fun prairie like western european settler thing where they just grind up meat with whatever berry you can find and pork fat primarily and it lasts, it's kind of like, it's a weird superfood. It can kind of last a weird long time and the scurvy will hit you, but the death won't. <laughs> so really quick, because I've got, I've got some ideas on ratings for this card, but Bobby, do we want to go to the next card and then we rate both the cards yeah. or do we want to rate this card No, right let's, now? let's do it. Okay. Let's do both. So okay. let's, let's walk through the second card. We were, okay. uh, Annie and Karen were gracious enough to provide. So Dan, do you want to tell us what you see on this one too? And I think this is all you, Bobby. I've already okay. done a card. I think it's time for you to to uh, to, to paint a word salad for us. That's okay. How it works. Okay. Well, this one so far might have my favorite opening to a card ever. And I'll <laughs> ask. <laughs> I'll ask. Oh. I think Karen after I describe <laughs> where it came from. But there's sort of a um, sort of like a, a textured brown background. Oh, that's the table. Sorry, that's not the card. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you? How big did you think this card was? I thought it was humongous. <laughs> this is like you know, this is like one of those like novelty cards that's like the like barely fits in your car and just has two puppies sharing a donut yeah. saying you're the donut best I what th- i thought the person giving this card would be wearing a, a hard construction hat with two beer holders on the side and two straws that go into your mouth but wish you were beer wish you were be- <laughs> it's a regular size card uh Boo. picturing a sunny day on what appears to be a golf course there's a literal yellow sun there's a blue sky there are rolling green hills there's a flag indicating where the hole in one might be, a sand trap, the green around the, the cup. And in the foreground, there is a, a beautifully rendered set of golf clubs in a bag, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. And my attention is immediately drawn to a phrase of <laughs> stuff in gold lettering that says, sorry about oh. your accident. <laughs> before, oh, Karen. And... <laughs> sorry. Before we get into like where we could go with this beauty. Andy and Karen, who found this card? Did you see this first? Like, what, 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 what took you to this place? I found this card in the, I think, the condolences section, <laughs> and something I started noticing that a couple of the condolence cards looked kind of upbeat. Agreed. And so that got me curious, and this, this one, uh, you know. It spoke to me when I opened it. And the way that the cards are are often in the the holders you could only see sort of the top quarter of the card off. And so did you, is that how it happened? You just saw the phrase, sorry about your accident. And then you pulled the card out or did you see the whole thing? And you said, well, I want to explore a little further. I want to say, yeah, just the story about your accident. And I was like, Oh, I like the way that's phrased. That's how people talk. (laughs) Now, how, how sincere would both of you say that phrase sounds just on its face? Because to me, it's like far too colorful and pastoral and relaxing to actually mean, I'm sorry about your accident. And we have no idea the caliber of accident. This could be stubbing, stubbing one's toe to like my pemmican ran out and I ate Job, you know, like, like this could be any sort of accident. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say. I, it's another one of those things where I feel like a robot did it or someone in a different country did it and they don't speak English. There is something, there does feel like a mistranslation going on here. I know what you're saying. We're like, there is, we, we've often talked, well, not often, but we, we've spoken before about how like there must be some kind of algorithm where text and imagery comes together. And this mm-hmm. is like a little bit of a sand in the microchip situation where for some reason a phrase got put with an image, but it doesn't align. So if this was like, again, like maybe just like a teddy bear holding a heart, it would work better. Or like a sunset on the beach with a couple of nice seashells, like an eastern coastline, that would work as well. But they, in the great algorithm, unfortunately got sunny day at the golf range. 
And it came with that phrase, and that unfortunately doesn't compute as well to humans, but to beep boops, they don't know any better. So it also the the artwork kind of looks like it was uh, drawn by the people who did the graphics for Reading Rainbow. I am so glad you brought that up, Andy, because that's nearly what I was going to say. I swear to God, the first thought that came to me even before. I was bowled over by the phrase, sorry about your accident in the kind of in the kind of let's just say it in the kind of font that you get for not placing anything at your elementary school bowling tournament like that trophy you get. That's just like, well, you showed up, I guess, Um, to give like a little note to, like you said, the reading rainbow art we have going on here. And this is like tough to when we talk about like, you know, to use an overused term vibes or aesthetics. This kind of just feels like the art you would see in an office space in like the 90s. That doesn't make any sense. Like this feels like this would be like that kind of art with the golf club being outside of the frame of the main environs of the golf range. And then there's another one outside of it. You would like frame this next to like a cutout far side comic in your office in like 1993. It looks like clip art. That's what it is. It looks like clip art. Absolutely. You ask Clippy for this, and then it goes, okay, cool, golf. Can I go home now? It's 3 in the morning. Uh, Clippy's gone away forever, I'm afraid to say. R.I.P. Clippy, I know. Hey, with the advent of AI, Clippy may be coming back stronger than ever before. We don't know. Oh, maybe. Oh, boy. Nothing dies anymore. Everything just kind of comes back in a weird reboot. But I want, I don't want some, like, terrible, like, CGI'd Clippy. I want bad, weird, eyes don't fit anywhere Clippy. This just like feels like the card version of a golf trophy you get for like, again, participation, but you got hurt instead of actually participating. Yeah. (laughs) Your prize is the three recovery period. (laughs) We can't give you an actual trophy because you weren't part of the, uh, you weren't part of the tour this year, but you also contribute $50,000 to the country club. So we've got to give you something. (laughs) That's what this screams. This screams a kind of strange golf privilege. Yeah. Yeah. Check your golf privilege. Check your golf privilege at the door. Boomer. And what's funny is that if we go to the next page, which of course is our middle area where, again, we speak on our meditations, our personal feelings about this, you can sort of make out the white outline of the frame from the previous page and also the text behind you, which I think is a grim reminder that money and privilege is never enough. There will always be that empty hole where someone will, of course, look into you for your accident, but it's a grim realization that, hey, maybe you should have been a better person. Maybe you should have checked in on the people in your life at the golf club and been like, hey, how's your fourth divorce? And, you know, that's why you find yourself in this rut of having gotten your toe eaten by Job on the trail off the Sierra Nevada. Is it a rut or is it a sand trap? Great question. Yeah. Maybe you wouldn't have broken your leg in that gopher hole if you had just tried to listen a little bit more. Sorry about your accident. <laughs> well, the guy was screaming, watch out for that gopher hole. I wasn't listening, so you could see where my, my trouble lay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know diddly squat about golf. I, c- I couldn't even come up with a reference. <laughs> the first thing that came up was when Mr. Burns kept saying the sandwich to Homer, and he just said open-faced sandwich. That's, <laughs> that is my brain's answer to talk, to talk about golf. Yeah. I've seen Happy Gilmore. Yes. I- Yes. I eat shit like you for breakfast. You eat shit for breakfast? No. <laughs> Not as good as Billy Madison. I'll say that out loud, but still a good movie. See, I disagree. I would think among okay. um, among the Adam Sandler cat- catalog, I would I think Happy Gilmore might be my favorite one because and then mm. Billy Madison's okay. I think Big Daddy deserved a decent spot in that pantheon. Mm. But then I think all right down to grown ups too. So you know it's a it's a big tent. The Adam Sandler catalog. I don't know if Mr. Deeds necessarily breaks the top three, but I will say one of the best lines is Crazy Eyes played by Steve Buscemi. And he goes, these are my friends from the city. And then Steve Buscemi just goes, I don't like them. And then walks away. And Adam Sandler just goes, okay, see you later. And that's, I don't know why that's one of the better interactions of any Adam Sandler movie I've ever seen. Maybe because it's just so, you just wish you could do that sometimes. But you're right. (laughs) (laughs) So we go to the, the stinger page, as we like to call it. And there is a white background, and in the same font as Sorry for Your Accident, it's now black font, but there's just a long note, and the note reads, and I quote, this note is being sent to hope you'll soon recover from your recent accident. What? And as you get the rest you need, be sure to keep in mind that you've been thought of every day since your accident. 
Get well soon. <laughs> Do you know that they've been in an accident? Are you picking up on that? <laughs> Sorry, Karen, for the for Are the listeners you? who are stupid. What's happened to this person? They might well, have maybe been in an accident. Can't actually 100% confirm. I, I was just thinking, I think the, whoever wrote this card to send it, um, only knew that the recipient had been in the next <laughs> That is the only thing they knew about that person. Just doesn't know their name, what happened, where they are. Just knows yeah. there's an accident. They knew it was a middle-aged white man, and they made assumptions that it was golf-related, and there was an accident. The only excuse for this card, there are two. One, this is the best example of UAPs I've ever heard. This is the best example... You can you can point to all the Chilean visual aerial photography you want of like lights in the sky. But this is the best example that there is life among us that is not of this earth. Second, you guys are both correct that AI has just taken over because the way this is written there, it is so deprived of any emotion or or thought or love. This note is being sent. Thanks. To hope you'll recover from your recent accident, as if you wanted a second option. I hope you got to stay in the hospital for a little longer for what you've done. And as you get the rest you need, be sure to keep in mind that you've been thought of every day since your accident. Which, by the way, probably not true. But also, like, that's fine. You know, just be honest about the fact that we're acquaintances and I'm giving you a card. But then it says, get well soon. I, there's just so much about this that just plays like a like a like a computer. <laughs> I will, I will, you should also know that both of these cards came from the same company. Can you can you please um shame them right now? Yeah, the the company is Popular Greetings and it looks MD. What state is MD? Maryland. Yeah. Maryland. Elkton, Maryland. Yeah. Popular Greetings oh, in Maryland. Subtext. Get well, comma accident that, that's how they i think organized it get well comma oh, accident get well comma accident wow the first card's subtitles were friendship comma general <laughs> the, <laughs> these cards came with an index friendship comma general the first general one did friendship. not feel like friendship no please write the only one your friends to write you right <laughs> Caring for me always gives a lot of pleasure. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> like this much. What's your favorite type of intimacy? General. G- general. <laughs> you know, the, the uh, plain. Plain intimacy is fine. Yeah, you know. Death, comma, funeral. <laughs> Death, comma. <laughs> By John Patrick Shanley. <laughs> Death, comma, funeral. <laughs> I just went on the popular greetings website. I, I honestly think we've gotten to the point now where AIs might be running businesses. You have this website, first off, looks like we're kind of still stuck in like 1999. Let's just start with that. Um, it is partnering with Gallant Greetings, which Ooh. has a little image of a conquistador right above it, which, you know, that that won't go, get back to bite them in the ass. For 50 cents per card, you can get premium wrapped cards. Here's what it says in the front here. Just listen to this. Packs of six or eight individually wrapped greeting cards with beautiful foil, embossing, or... Fitter, flitter, flitter, excuse me. No more loose envelopes on your racks. So it's like trying to let you know, hey, we'll wrap those envelopes. No more. You know how, you know how retirees, they get a little ornery in their later years and they're just like, look at those loose envelopes. Damn it. I'm not spending my money here. Don't worry. No more. Now we're going to make sure they're embossed or flittered and make sure that that is no longer an issue. I God, I can't wait to be 85. I'm so tired of being 31. I, That's I like just... a line from a Mad Men episode. It's like, check out the loose envelopes on those racks. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> this is not... How would you like her? Foiled, embossed, or flittered? <laughs> like, that's something that Roger Sterling says before, you know, being sad and drunk for another, you know, four seasons. <laughs> God damn. This, you, that... you two have brought us some some doozies here. This is These are... <laughs> These are happening. And they, These are amazing. Same pharmacy that brought you the steam card. Oh, that's right. Yes, and for listeners too, Karen was responsible for a couple episodes ago bringing us the uh, the train card that was. Yes. Well, uh, Karen, oh. what did it say? 
Oh, it said it was it You're was like a you can do it card, right? It was like an affirmation card, and it said like picking up yeah, steam, like you can do it. I'm absolutely looking it up yeah. now because Karen deserves the credit, well deserved credit for bringing us one of the greatest cards we've ever had on the podcast. I'm going to go ahead, honest. I swear to God, it was like I think if I remember recording that correctly, we, we needed time away from how beautiful it was. Okay, yeah. So the front of it just said to encourage you, and it was just to encourage a beautiful. You. That's right. It was it was an incredible fever dream of train imagery, like the like. If you watch the station agent, the movie, and just throw away all the important metaphors about like identity and belonging and just only keep with the fact that he liked trains, that's the kind of dreams he was having. And then the next page, wishing you whatever you need to put a little sunshine in your day. And in this case, what we've got is trains. But that is, what else do you need to feel good, right? <laughs> they got steam on them. They got rails to go on. Feels good. Ha, <laughs> Guys, these are just doozer Roonies. I love them so much. Yeah, these are the Good. first cards that we've legitimately thought might have been written by non-humans. Like maybe yeah. not AI, <laughs> maybe aliens, maybe both. But like, but something something that is masquerading as us and walks among us, and we have no idea that they're there. I think we have to make a trip to Elton, Maryland. To go to the factory. Yeah. To to meet a way that's like, and it says it's made in China. <laughs> no, but you know they still give tours though. They'll give you tours of how it used to be before they shipped them over to China. We can absolutely still go on the tour. What's the town in Maryland called again? Elkton. Elkton. Yeah, Elkton. Elkton. We're there. We're there. We got to do it. I so before we have what will be the greatest list of episodes we've ever done, taking a trip down to Maryland, all four of us to go to this factory. I will say I'll push back a little bit and say I've got a second theory, which is you have brought us both Karen, Andy, Candy. You have brought us both the best balanced scales of cards. And by that, I mean the first card could only be made by a human because no level of passive aggression can be made by an AI quite like that. That way that a relative, like you said, an estranged mother or like a distant aunt, there's like a way that that card kind of hits you right to the bone in a way that a computer hasn't learned to do just yet. Like, please write soon hearing from you always gives a lot of pleasure. Like you almost feel the nagging, like, like there is something to it where, and yes, maybe you don't call or write enough, but the fact that you had to make it permanent on a thing that's now going to be on your fridge, that, that strikes a little hard. And then the second card, all AI, a hundred percent AI, a hundred percent computer that does not know emotions. This, this is the equivalent of the Dwight Schrute. This is your birthday you know, uh, or today is your birthday flyer. <laughs> it is It is just so devoid of any, you know, true emotion, really, in my opinion. Since these are both made in China, I was just thinking, uh, I read an article a while ago about a guy working in a factory in China, and they were making novelty tombstones for Halloween in America, and the guy didn't know what RIP meant, and it, like, freaked the hell out of him. He was like, Oh, what? Like, why are we sending? Why are they so excited to get all these tombstones? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, the the part that he met, he he butted up against was not making novelty tombstones. It was the fact that R.I.P. wasn't translatable into Chinese and like couldn't be easily rendered. They he didn't know what Halloween was. Oh wow! I mean, that would scare someone. Yeah, if someone just ordered mass tombstones. This guy was like kidnapped and forced oh, to. I didn't want to bring that up on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> But I'm thinking we're in a similar situation where, where you know, someone overseas wrote something that just didn't translate. You know, we never really brought it up, but you got a good point there, Andy. Like maybe there could have been like some kind of translation error, especially as brought over. You know, I'm not sure if this was a thing where like they brought the designs over and then the companies in a different country were just responsible for the printing of it. So like creative was done in America and then the printing, the sort of labor of actually producing the product was done in another country. But if the design was done in another country, there might have been some translation errors going on. So I don't know. That definitely is a possibility. And if so, there there might be a lot of gold in them hills for us to find other cards like that, like just see sort of a, a translation error with certain cards, because, you know, that is fascinating to think about that. 
you're you're it's it's just another hurdle to go over when you make these things as is tradition as we wind down we do ask uh, our guests and ourselves to rank the cards in terms of would you put this on your fridge and where or would you throw it out so karen and andy if you want to start with the first card which was uh, please write soon you get the so if you're receiving this card do you keep it if so does it go in the fridge does it go in the trash where on the fridge like karen you want to start us off what do you feel if i got this card there's only a few family members I can imagine getting it from. <laughs> it would be in the bottom of the fridge or even at the side where I wouldn't have to see it every day. And then eventually I'd just be like, no, this is silly. Throw it out. So out of 10, three. Oh, okay. So you're okay. still Feeling keeping it though. Like you're going to, you're going to keep it. I'll keep it for maybe a day or two and get through the guilt of throwing it out. Uh, Andy, what about you? Uh, I think I would throw it out. Because you know, it is very passive aggressive. You know, I don't play. If you want to be passive aggressive, I'll be regular aggressive. <laughs> really raising the bar. Right. Escalation. And he responds to weakness with strength. That's always been yeah. Say, there's a lot of power in that choice. <laughs> Uh, Dan, what about you? Where would you put this this bad boy? You know what? This first card, I respond. I was I do this in a joke. My defense mechanism throughout my life is humor, and I don't know another way to do things. So I would take this passive aggression brought to me, and I would laugh at it and kind of give it a sense of irony for my own personal enjoyment. This is going front and center on the fridge. I want to be like, oh yeah, you want to be passive aggressive? Me? I can ride this pony all night. This is going bottom left of the fridge like right below the door handles. So it's not going to be directly in your sight. It's not going to be primary, but it's definitely going to be, you come over to my house and maybe, you know, I've gotten a little better communicating, but if you gave me this card, you'll see it's there. It goes, oh yeah, I thought it was lovely. I keep it right up here. Anyways, I've got a long day tomorrow. So, and you know, it just, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's how I'm responding. I'm going to give it right back. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) How about you, Bobby? Where are you putting it? I think I'm going to keep it too because there's you don't often get desperation cards and I think I should treasure them when they come across my path. So I'm going to put this center or middle middle right of the fridge. So like it's not going to be within total eye shot all the time, but uh, occasionally when I walk by, it's going to say, please write soon and I'll have an opportunity to say, I've never done that. And then I'll just move on with my day. <laughs> never done that before. Perfect. So we did we did that one and now for the second card so we have sorry about your accident Karen let's go back to you does he keep this one if so where does it go yeah this one just is too amusing to it's it's going up high on the fridge because it brings me a little giggle every time I look at it I just don't understand the golf <laughs> Andy how about you uh, this is a funny card if I got if I received this after let's say breaking my ankle on the whole line or whatever happens to be there uh, and i got this i would i would be amused <laughs> i wouldn't keep it long though <laughs> just until you recovered <laughs> yeah just until i like being affected by whatever injury breaks me down enough that i i go into like desperate rage and like i throw everything off my table okay. and i just destroy everything I can because I'm so powerless with my broken ankle and and then I just rip the card up dramatically and leap in the shower. But that'll come around yeah for act three. Yeah, I'll come around. This card is only as good as the health that you feel or lack of health from the broken ankle and once you retrieve that power over again then the card is you know you've sapped the energy from the card that has made you well again it's deemed worthless and then you return it from the hell from whence it came yeah the card has served its purpose at that point yeah. and whoever sent it should be happy with that they should it was a totem for your health and now that your health is back the totem needs to go back to the gods <laughs> exactly yeah those olympians are going to be pissed without their golf cards <laughs> <laughs> to give my rating, because that that is, I agree with you that uh, you know there is a lot of power in this card. I am just so in love. There is something weirdly nostalgic about this card. Again, from like a different decade. I want this on a sweater. <laughs> I want this on a mug. I want this on one of those obnoxious plastic cups you drink soda out of. Once I've gotten all of my merch, I'm gonna keep this card. And in fact, like twin guardians of the river. I will put this card middle right, or I guess I said bottom right for the 
daisy card. So wherever the daisy card is, directly to the right of it on the fridge, so that they're basically parallel to each other on the fridge, so that you might see them in tandem and have different emotions. One, a slight passive aggression for being a terrible communicator, looking at you, Dan. And then on the right, hey, listen, you, you, punishment is punishment. Let's have fun. Sorry about your accident. Here's a golf setting. And so you, there is, there is um, discipline, but then there is also reward. And that I think is a huge part of life. So I think I'd put them right next to each other, kind of middle of the fridge. Okay. Hard to argue. Thank you. And Bobby, you, how I'm going to go in this? slightly the opposite direction. I think if I got this card in sincerity, I, it, I, I like it, but it might be not lasting long on the fridge. It might be a, a I might be no. going away, not because it's bad, but because this feels like the kind of card a bad boss would send you. It would be like, it, it would say like, sorry about, you know, your twister accident. Can you come in on Thursday? Like, I feel like that would be the sort of the card <laughs> stinger at the end. So I, I feel like this one much is almost too devoid. It's psychopathic and it's, it's AI. Whereas the other one is more needy and I, I get human need. It's the, it's the antipathy and the disregard for humanity that bothers me more. So this one might not last too long on the fridge for me. <laughs> Sorry about your appendix bursting. We need someone to order bagels for Bagel Monday. <laughs> <laughs> bagel Monday, guys. No cream cheese, though, not Don't in the Don't forget to turn that expense report. Yeah, Bagel Monday. <laughs> bagel Monday only comes once a week. It only comes once a week. It's the only thing I look forward to. And then the rest of the week is shit. Too bad you got celiac disease, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's out of a glute one to a glute ten, am I right? <laughs> no. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. No, someone needs to. If it's not gonna be Bobby, it it's gotta to be. be you guys. <laughs> um well, Andy Karen, thank you so much again for coming on and I'll say your full Yay. names because they deserve to be read. Andy Bigatko and Karen Boyle. Um but um, Andy, I know you're not huge on social media, but I just want to say, oh, I've so enjoyed the writing projects we've done together. Um, and if there's anything that uh, you wanted to uh, plug or tell us about writing projects, so uh, you could do so here. I don't know if there's anything. We're not working on anything particular right now, but I know you're working on some stuff. So if you had anything you want to promote, you could do it right now. Go watch Chainsaw Man. Go watch Chainsaw Man. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Go watch Chainsaw Man, and, guys. And uh, Karen, you have, an active, you have an active Instagram account for your art. Do you want to tell us about it here in case people want to take check it out? Please do. Is a random hodgepodge. Do not expect consistency. I do a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Depending on my mood, so right now it's little doors, and I'm thoroughly enjoying that and process. Find these little Ooh. doors, Karen. Like I made a little hobbit door. No, <laughs> I mean I mean on Instagram, not where doors. <laughs> What's your handle? Karen Boyle ninety. Very simple, straightforward. At Karen Boyle ninety. Nice. You heard it here, folks, at Karen Boyle 90. And believe me, in regards to consistency, if our ding dongs can be patient with our lack of consistency with getting these episodes out, they will be perfectly cool with however much you post and the beautiful art you do. Guys, I just want to say on my end, it was like a pleasure and a half to have you here. It was so much fun. You have brought us two incredible cards. I can't tell you how much fun it was to look at these. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be looking at this Sorry About Your Accident card when I go to bed tonight because I just I, I want to be where this card is minus the ankle injury. Yeah, I was going to say I, I could send it to you, but only if you have an accident. So get working on that. Buddy. Well, tell me where you bought it so I can send it to myself from the next town over because now that I'm retired from the Scream Factory, I just I really do need. I mean, Bobby doesn't send me cards anymore. You know, we've been talking about it i need to send him the other card about communicating so. yeah true what they say folks the seven podcast itch it exists you know you just gotta power through it goes right into your bones <laughs> oh, good night everybody thanks for joining us Bye bye, bye. bye.